Welcome to the Female CEO Show. I'm your host, Courtney Quinn. I'm a corporate dropout turned serial entrepreneur with a passion for helping female business owners step into your power and reach your full potential in business and in life. I'm on a mission to empower more women to become their own boss while teaching them how to do it in a healthy, scalable way that supports your dream life so that you're running a business and not owning a business that runs you. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or you're still toying with the idea of diving into your own business, you're in the right place if you're looking for tools to support you as you are navigating the world of entrepreneurship as a woman, because I'm going to get real with you on how to do so. Let's dive in to today's episode. besties. Welcome back to this week's episode of the female CEO show. I am so excited for today's conversation. I'm wanting to shake things up a little bit, change things up. We've been talking a lot about business strategy, tips, tricks, kind of the things that I am doing inside of my business, which is so important. But I have recently learned that the best approach for a successful business And a successful, happy, fulfilled life is really threefold. It's business strategy. Yes, so important. But also focusing on your mental health, your mindset, and your physical health and your body. And today I want to touch on the the mindset, the mental health aspect of it, especially when it comes to the energy of embodiment and the energy of abundance and how I started playing with this over a year ago and how much it has impacted me, how much it has impacted my business, how much it's impacted my mindset and my subconscious and just the way that I move and the way that I be now. And I think this is a really important conversation to have. So And I feel like there's a misconception when it comes to manifestation and, you know, kind of bringing, like calling in our manifestations. And when we are embodying that energy, it's easier to call in our manifestations. It's easier to quantum leap when we aren't in that waiting or wanting energy. When you feel like it's already yours, when you feel and you believe that you already have it, it makes it so much easier to just pop into your life and just kind of show up. And you're like, well, duh, of course. It's no surprise that it's there because you've already had the belief and you've been acting as if it was already there. It makes it so much easier to just fall in line. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about embodiment Um, and let's talk about energy today. I'm super excited. So you are the CEO. You have to act like it. You have to embody that. Show up every day like the freaking CEO that you are. You have to believe that you are the CEO. You have to show up in that way, you know, don't call yourself the CEO, but not actually believe it. You're like, oh yeah, like I'm the CEO. And then in your head, you're like, ha psych. Like, yeah, right. Wouldn't that be nice? Like, no, own it, believe it. Don't call yourself like the CEO and then downplay your business to others and be like, oh yeah, it's just this like small, small little thing that I'm doing. It's, it's nothing special. Like it's not like, no, you're the CEO. You have to be loud and proud about your business. And like, own that and really let that, like the fact that you are 
a CEO, the fact that you are a successful female entrepreneur, the fact that you are running your own dang business, like you have to embody that and let people know and not in like a showboaty way, but just in a way that you own that and you know that about you. And that kind of becomes like part of your identity and part of who you are and who you be and not something that you just like poo poo and downplay. Because the subconscious mind is so powerful. It's like scary. It's scary powerful what's going on up there. And I think, don't 100% quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure like 90% of the thoughts that we think in a day are subconscious, which means we don't even know that we're thinking them. Now, I don't know about you, but I think a lot of thoughts in a day. And to think that that is only actually like 10% of what is going on in my mind, only 10% of what I'm thinking of what's going through my brain is actually what I'm aware of, what I'm conscious of. That's wild. Like what else is flying through there, flying through my brain for 90% of the time that I am completely unaware of. Like working on your subconscious is so important. And I'm really learning that, especially within these last few months, I've really been diving into that, doing a lot more journaling, doing a lot more meditation, doing EFT tapping. EFT has been really, really cool, like a super cool way, super effective way to rewire your subconscious brain. Highly recommend, like very, very powerful. I've been doing um, EFT tapping with Haley Hoffman Smith. You can find her on Instagram, but wow. Like talk about powerful. I feel like I, like, I feel like I am a different person in all of the best ways, like just a more up-leveled version. Like the way I'm thinking is so much bigger, so much grander, so much greater, so much more exciting and so much more positive. And I have more energy and it's wild. Just like knocking down those beliefs that we've been carrying around with us for years and years and years because the subconscious mind develops through ages zero to seven. Like you are fully running on like your subconscious brain and it is just building and building and building its beliefs through the time that you are seven years old. I was in first grade at seven years old. So to think that like, I'm still walking around with programming of first grade Courtney, that I'm walking around with programming because of something that happened in kindergarten in first grade. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I don't want my life to be dictated by that. You know, I don't want that to be the story of my life and how the rest of my life goes because my brain is operating at the capacity of seven-year-old Courtney. Like so much has happened since then that I want to rewire my brain. I want to rewire my subconscious to believe and envision like what we are moving towards. And something super important with the subconscious mind is its job and your brain's job in general is to keep you safe. And so that's why you have these limiting beliefs in the subconscious mind, because at some point in your life, ages zero to seven, most likely, your brain was taught that whatever this is, is unsafe. So a specific example, like you could have a, a fear of being seen because you did a talent show in kindergarten or the first grade and you messed up, 
or people laughed at you or people made fun of you for doing it. So now you have a fear of being seen and that fear of being seen, like your subconscious mind is protecting you from being seen because that's unsafe. It has been like proven to your subconscious mind that it is unsafe to be seen because people will laugh at you. People will make fun of you. You will mess up. Whatever it was that happened to poor kindergarten you and the talent show is running the show in your mind. So you have this fear of being seen. Your brain is trying to protect you from that. It can act like as an invisibility cloak. So you're trying to grow a following on social media and you're trying really hard. You're creating great content. You're putting it out there. You're, you have a strategy. You're following like all of the right rules and trying to please the algorithm. And no matter what you do, you just cannot grow a following. It could be because your subconscious mind has a fear of being seen. Like it can affect you that deeply in ways that we just don't think. So I want to give you a specific example here. This is not really where I was planning on this episode going, but we're just rolling with it. Um, We'll come back to embodiment and CEO energy and the New Year's resolution that I made last year that like totally changed the game for me. But to help you understand how cool and how powerful EFT tapping is and rewiring your subconscious mind, just yesterday, I did an EFT tapping session on money on numbers about more success. And a lot of it was focused around money this morning. This, I just did the tapping yesterday, this morning, I opened up my laptop, go to my email. First thing I have an email in my inbox telling me that I am receiving a check this month because I was part of a settlement that I had no idea I was a part of. I had no idea anything even went wrong and I will be receiving a check. And it said, you don't have to do anything. The check will be sent out later this month. Like what? What? When I tell you I freaked out and was like, I just tapped on money yesterday. And now I am receiving a check. I'm receiving a settlement check for like for nothing for something I didn't even know I was a part of. Like what? Is it life-changing money that I will be receiving? No, not at all. But the fact that it happened and like, regardless, it's free money. That's amazing. We will celebrate that. But like what? Like 12 hours later, an email comes in that I'm going to get a check. I don't even have to do anything. It will just be delivered to my home. Like how cool is that? How freaking cool is that? And I I can't even like explain. I can't explain how that happened, why that happened, but there was some sort of like subconscious block that I had that was busted down and like made room for that to come in. I don't know, it's wild. And if I'm losing you right now, if you're like, Courtney, this is way too woo woo for me. I feel like as entrepreneurs, like as the the years go on, we become more and more and more woo. And I don't even, like, I used to think of woo-woo as being, like, ooh, like, bad, like, woo-woo, like, it was, like, taboo, like, these people are crazy, and the more and more people that I I look up to, the more and more people that I admire, the more and more people that I want to emulate my business after, or success after, or life, finances, travel goals, like, whatever, the more and more of these people that I look up to, I see a consistent theme of them working on themselves, pretty much everyone that I look up to in business meditates. 
And I did not meditate. I didn't want to meditate. And I was like, this is like, there's something going on here. They're like, everybody's meditating. Noted. Maybe we should look into that. They're doing EFT tapping. They're doing rapid resolution therapy. They're doing, I, they're doing stuff. They're doing these different things that seem woo woo or that are called woo woo, but like maybe there's something to it, you know, maybe there's something to it. And I really, and this is like a whole, this is a whole other episode and I'm not like well-versed enough on it, just like on the top of my head to spiel off all of these like facts and figures and the history and all of this information for you right now. If it's something you're interested in, send me a DM, let me know. We can dive down the rabbit hole together, but it is truly fascinating when you just kind of like open your eyes and see what else is going on. Um, Who was it? I think it was like Goldman Sachs said that millionaires don't use astrology, but billionaires do. Like there's just more at play. And here's we're landing the plane. We're full circle. It all comes back to energy. And it comes back to the subconscious mind and the limiting beliefs that we have and that we hold ourselves to and that hold us back. There's just so much more at play out there and there is so much available to us when we stop allowing the constraints that have been put upon us, whether that be by society, whether that be by our, you know, our childhood, our upbringing, trauma, like our brain, when you are able to break through those, like truly, 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 your future, your potential is limitless. And I truly believe that because you see so many people who went from rags to riches, two examples, manifestation, babe, her parents were first generation immigrants from Russia, came to the U S with absolutely nothing And she said like she had a lot of childhood trauma. Um, Her father was abusive to her mother. They had no money. They were just scraping by. And she is a multi-millionaire. And she's done it all through manifestation. She's done it through EFT tapping. She's done it through rapid resolution therapy. Uh, Second example, Amanda Francis, um, the, the money queen. She came from very, very, very humble beginnings uh, in Oklahoma was like in a religious cult, wild stuff. And is now like this uber multi millionaire who has like million dollar months in her business. Like it is so possible to go from nothing to more than you ever imagined possible for yourself. It just takes intention. It takes work. It takes work on yourself. And then like, it's not like you can just do the work once and like, whoo, you're limitless. Like it's continually, like as you hit that next limit and that next ceiling and that next upper limit that you're continuing to work through, but you're adding more tools into your toolbox. You're continuing to push yourself. You're continuing to break down those barriers and break down those subconscious beliefs. It is like personal development I believe is a lifelong journey. You just keep going. You hit another ceiling, you break through it. You hit another ceiling, you break through it. You're constantly evolving. It's not like a one and done situation. So this is kind of how I started 
with the energy embodiment and how I started working on my mindset and my energy and my abundance and my outlook on everything, especially when it comes to business and when it comes to money. And it's so simple and it is fun. In 2022, my new year's resolution was to start using, to start consuming my nice things. Let me know if you resonate with this. As a child, as even like a young adult, I had a scarcity mindset around like objects, I guess. Also money. I had a terrible scarcity mindset around money. Like when I was in corporate, your girl was making good money. And I had this mentality that I was broke. Like I could have done so much (laughs) with that money and it all, like it all ended up working out. It's okay. But like, I look back and I'm like, I was acting so broke and was so stingy and there was just no need to be. But, you know, I had come out, it was like my first big girl job and I had, I was now had like big girl bills and I had come out of being a college student and like not making money. So it is like, it's an evolution. Um, but now, like as I have friends who are entering the workforce or starting to make really good money, I am always encouraging them, like, go, like, do the things that you want to do, like, buy the concert tickets. I had a friend who is now making good money after she just graduated, and she was like, oh, like, I, you know, I really kind of want to go see this, but I don't know if I want to spend the money, and I was like, do it. That's a couple hundred bucks. You make a lot more than that in a month, a whole lot more than that in a month, like, and I told her, I was like, I wish that someone would have told me that when... I was in corporate, like when I was making that good money out of college to like spend it and enjoy it and have experiences and just like enjoy it because it makes the payoff like it or it makes the work a little bit more enjoyable when you have those payoffs, which is kind of something I talked about in last week's podcast episode. If you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend going and listening to that and just kind of like how you can make the bullshit that you have to put up with in business and as a business owner, worth it for you. Anyways. Um, so my new year's resolution was to start consuming the nice things that I had because I would have like bath bombs, bath salts. I'd have nice journals. I'd have good coffee, nice teas, all of this stuff that was typically gifted to me, like nice candles, body lotions, like these nice things that I refused to use because then if I used them, then they would be gone eventually. Talk about a scarcity mindset. Talk about a mindset. Talk about an approach to life that is just like absolutely not serving you. If you have the belief that like, if you use this, it's gone forever. And there's no more where that came from. Like what? It was so silly. Um, like, you know, you have like a bottle of champagne that you save for a special occasion. Life is a special occasion. Use the bath salts, use the bath bombs. And then you can, you can, you can buy more because you are a successful female entrepreneur. I don't know if you knew that, but I know that you're a successful female entrepreneur, which means there's more where that came from. That means your income is going to keep going up, 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 and up. And it means you're going to be able to buy the things that you want. And you don't have to be stuck in that scarcity mindset. 
because that's not serving you when it comes to the money that you're making either. If you have a scarcity mindset just in your life at all, it's not going to serve you in business because you're going to have those thoughts like, oh, like, oh, what if I never sign another client? What if I get another, what if I never get another client? What if I never make another sale again? What if this is the last sale? I really have to save this money or I really have to, you know, I have to price this low so more people buy when you could just raise your prices and the same amount of people would buy. Maybe even more people would buy. You don't know, but you're so stuck in the scarcity mindset that there will never be more. And I get it. I get it. Like I, I'm not knocking you because as entrepreneurs, as business owners, we don't really have safety nets, right? Like it has to work. It has to work. We have to keep the money coming in to support ourselves, to pay our bills, to support our families. I get it. I really do. But I promise when you start breaking out of that, everything, like life in general, just becomes so much more abundant, so much more fun, so much more exciting. So something I started doing, I love champagne. Champagne, Prosecco, anything that bubbles, I love it. But I don't really like wine. Like I don't like a white wine. If it has bubbles in it, different story. But if it's just like plain white wine on a bottle, no. Red wine, I like it better than white, but it's still not like, I might have like, yeah, no, a few glasses of red wine a year. Like sometimes it'll just sound really good, you know? But I freaking love champagne, love Prosecco. And I, I went to the store and was like, you can buy a nice bottle, like a good bottle of Prosecco for like 13 bucks, 15 bucks. Same price as a good bottle of wine. Like, why would I not drink the champagne if that is what I enjoy? If that's what I like, why would I get the bottle of wine? Because it seems less extra. It seems less frivolous. Like, drink the champagne. <laughs> if that's what you like, if that's what you enjoy, drink the champagne. There's no need to save it for a special occasion. Like, you don't have to wait until it's New Year's to have a bottle of champagne. I will go buy a bottle of champagne on like a Tuesday and we'll just have it for dinner because it sounded good. Or I just want to like celebrate the day or celebrate where I'm at or celebrate a small win in my business. Or like literally just because. And I think embodying that just because energy, because I want to, because I can, energy is so fun, is so exciting, is so freeing. Use the bath bombs. Take a nice bath on a Thursday night because you deserve it because you've worked hard and that sounds nice. Like, and this was the thing as a kid, I had that scarcity mindset around objects, about around things like bath bombs, bath salts. Like it wouldn't use them because then they'd be gone. And as a child, like I didn't have the money to then go buy them myself. So I kind of get where that came from. Like I wanted to savor the things that were nice knowing that I might really not be able to have them again. But here's the thing, they would go bad. The body lotions would go bad. The face cream would go bad. The nice chocolate would go bad because I would be too afraid to consume it because I didn't want it to be gone. And by not consuming it, I ruined it. I let it go bad. And I was never able to consume it. I was never able to enjoy it. And let me tell you, 
throwing out a full bottle of lotion that has gone bad, is like (laughs) five years expired, is all separated, smells funky, that you knew was nice, hurts so much more than throwing out the empty bottle, knowing that you used every last drop and enjoyed it every single time you used it. Do you feel me? Use it. Enjoy it. Embody that energy and believe that you are worthy enough to do that. So if you're like, okay, Courtney, but like, I still don't have the money to be able to like buy this again. I started asking for little luxuries when people ask me what I want for a birthday gift, for a Christmas gift. I love shower steamers. I like I ask for shower steamers and like Nespresso pods all the time for holidays, for my birthday, because I love those little luxuries. And knowing that I can use them and yeah, I can buy them again. But I, it's also like just nice to have something off the top of your head that you know, because you know when someone asks you like, oh, what do you want for Christmas this year? And you're like, ha, I don't know. I, I don't know. And then you end up getting something shitty that you don't want, like a sweater that is not your size and you're never going to wear. Like, don't be afraid to like ask for the things that you want, but like keep a little list, like your little luxuries, whatever that is. For me, like I love, I love Nespresso pods, but like, let's be honest, they're like a little expensive. I mean, not really when it boils down to it, it's like a dollar per pod as opposed to like paying $7 for a coffee. So I get it. I get it. I get it. But then when you have to like buy them in bulk and it's just like, oh my gosh, like this is silly. It's just, but that's a nice gift for someone to give you. That's a nice gift. If someone wants to spend 30 bucks on you, like, boom, there you go. You have like a few months worth of coffee now. And like every morning when you make your coffee, you can be like, ah, that was so nice of them, you know, but you have to use these things or they're going to go bad. And when you embody that, when you have the belief of like, there's more where that came from, I'm going to use this and there will be more where that came from. I'm successful. I'm making money. If I really enjoy this and it brings me happiness, it brings me peace. It brings me calm. It brings me joy. I'll buy more because I'm a successful female entrepreneur. I'm a successful business owner and I can buy more. And I feel like so often like the Nespresso pods, the shower steamers, they're 30 bucks, you know? And I feel like we have a hard time buying those little luxuries for ourselves, even though it's just 30 bucks. But we have a hard time like spending that on ourselves or knowing that it's just going to be like consumed. But it's not frivolous if you enjoy it and it makes you feel leveled up. It makes you feel like you are the next level. And so when it comes to embodying yourself as a CEO, you have to get clear on like what a CEO is to you. And you have to get so clear on the vision and that version of your future self and really start to embody that. It's so much easier to like go up an escalator, go down an escalator. It's easier to go like, okay, whatever. It's easier to go up an escalator than it is for you to jump from 
one floor to the next, right? Like you ride the escalator, it's slow, but it gets you there. As opposed to you being on floor one and being like, I need to get to floor two. I need to get to floor two. There's a trampoline. I'm going to use the trampoline and I'm going to jump to floor two. That's going to be a lot harder. It's going to be a lot harder and it's probably going to take a lot longer and you're going to be exhausted. By the time you finally get to floor two, maybe if you can even make it to floor two, you're going to be exhausted. Think about the practice. You're going to try, you're going to try, jump on the trampoline and get to floor two. And then you're going to be like, okay, I need some practice. Like we need to, these are the things that I need to do. We'll come back tomorrow. We'll try again. And you come back the next day 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 and you still just can't get to floor two. And it's so hard when you could have just taken the escalator and you would have been there days ago. That's kind of how I feel about embodying that next level version of yourself. If you embody who you are, at level two, at who you want to be and who you envision yourself. If you start embodying that now and do what you can to act as if you are that person now, it's so much easier to just kind of glide and like naturally become your next level version self. As opposed to you're like, well, this is who I am today. This is what I do, who I be, how I be. But the next level version of myself, she's epic and she's so much different than I am. And I'm just going to wait until one day I wake up and I am her. Like, do you see how that's just never going to happen? (laughs) Do you see how that's not going to happen? You won't just wake up one day and be a completely new person. You have to take these small steps to the next level. You have to take small steps. So what can you do today to start embodying that next level version of yourself. And then next month, what can you do? And then next month, what can you do? And next month, what can you do? And then six months from now, you don't recognize yourself in all of the best ways possible. You feel like a new version of yourself, which I'm going to be completely honest with you. It is May. I feel like a completely different version of myself than I did. than I did last summer, like last fall, for sure. Like, who is she? Who was she? I feel like I, while I can relate to her, I feel so different in all of the best ways. I feel more positive. I feel more energetic. I feel more in control. I feel so much more certain. I feel so much more confident in who I am today than who I was just a few months ago. So like a very specific example for you. Last year, we went on a big lake trip with a bunch of my fiance's friends. I didn't know anybody. And I was so nervous about going. I really didn't want to go. But I was like, no, he wants me to go. So I like, I want to be there for him. If he wants me there, I will be there. Like we're going to the lake. It'll be fun. But like, I was nervous. I was scared. And while like, while we were there, we had a great time. Like it was a good time, but I still had moments of discomfort of like self-consciousness of just discomfort, um, and of feeling like, like in my shell. And this year I, we aren't going to the lake with this group of friends again. Like it was just, it was just like a one-time 
deal for someone's birthday and we're not going this year. And I'm upset. Like I'm disappointed that we're not going because I know the version of me that would walk in to that lake house is completely different. Now, granted, I do understand that like now I have known, like I know these people and I like spent a weekend with them, but like that was a year ago. Like I, they're not my, they're, they're my fiance's friends. They're not my friends. I haven't seen them. I haven't talked to them. I haven't hung out with them in a year. So I really do feel like if nothing had changed over the last year, I'd be like a little, a little nervous, feel like going into my shell a little bit if we were going again. And I just feel like I would walk in to that lake trip and be a completely different person. That I would be so confident, that I would be so self-assured, that I would be just like chatting up everybody, that I would be so social, like so magnetic. And I feel like a different person. And it's because of the work that I have been putting in. It's because of the energy. It's because of the mindset work. I truly believe. I truly believe that it is the work that I have been doing. And it makes sense. Like when I look at Manifestation Babe, when I look at Amanda Francis and I understand like how much work they have done on their mindset, on embodying the energy, like I can feel it. I can see it for myself that if I continue doing this, if I continue on this trajectory Next year, I will be unrecognizable to myself today. And that's a mind blowing because I feel like I am the ultimate best version of myself that I have ever been today. Like, how exciting is that? Don't you want to feel that? Don't you want to be that? It's in the mindset work. It's in the energy work. It's in the embodiment that helps get you there. So just like... A quick little sidebar. If you are loving this conversation right now, like as much as I am, and really resonate with the idea that I have that business is threefold, the approach to business, mind, and body. Next week's episode, we're going to be touching on body. So you'll kind of have like the full 360 of really what I mean by that. But next week, I am dropping the details on my new offer. Details drop on May 15th and you are definitely going to want to be inside. If you are, if you love this conversation, if this is exciting you, if you're feeling motivated, if you're feeling like you want to take control and you want to start that embodiment, that like journey of self-discovery and knocking down the barriers in your subconscious mind and like truly creating a limitless life for yourself, you going to want to be inside. And on May 22nd, pre-sale launches with pre-sale pricing. It is such a good deal, but you guys, this offers under a hundred bucks. Like you are going to be so obsessed. I cannot wait. This has been a brain baby that I have had for months that I've just been working on and incubating and loving and pouring into and getting more and more excited about. And I am so, so excited to be bringing it to life. If you are listening to this episode after May, it's it's available for you to join. You can pop in at any time. It is going to be ever enrolling. So you can come check out my Instagram at it's Courtney Quinn for more details and learn more about the offer and how to get inside. But it is going to be next freaking level, ladies. Anyways, more on embodying CEO energy and like really, really just embodying the CEO and 
having fun, enjoying business and life more. What can you do today to make life more fun and exciting? What can you do in your business to make things more fun and exciting? What can you do to feel more like the next level version of yourself today? And these don't have to be big things, guys. Like I'm not saying you have to go out and buy a G-Wagon today because that's what you're, <laughs> what the CEO version, like the next level version of you drives. But can you take your work outside? Can you go to a coffee shop? Can you go do a little bit of work at happy hour? Like what can you do that fits with where you are today, but it's just a little up level? For example, we have a deck and a big backyard in our home. I love it. We moved in late last year in the summer. It was like July and we furnished the entire home. So like spent a lot of money and didn't get a patio set. It just wasn't one of, and it like, it, it was July, August in Kansas city. Like it's thick, it's humid. We just didn't get a patio set. And I was like, I want to get a patio set though. Like I want to have that. And it started getting nice out this spring. Um, I didn't get the patio set last year though, because I was like, it's just going to become winter. It's going to get snowed on. Like it's going to deteriorate it after we hardly use it because the season's almost over. If I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, that was a scarcity. That was a lack of mindset. I should have just bought the freaking patio set last year and I would have had plenty of time to enjoy it or the random nice days. Like that was silly. It was really silly to just not buy the patio set last year. But I didn't, nonetheless, whatever, this year, it starts getting nice. It starts getting nice this spring. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to work outside. I just like that feels so next level to me to get out of my office, to get off the couch, to get out of the, off the kitchen table and go work outside. So I bought a patio set to be able to work outside. And every day that the weather has permitted, I have been outside doing some work at some capacity for some amount of time. And I love it. Like, oh, I love it. It feels so next level. It really freaking does. Because I don't see the like next level version of myself, the CEO version of me, like working all day, every day from the couch, from the kitchen table. I don't see that. I really don't. Not that there's anything wrong with it. That's just not really like what I envisioned. Like the up level for me was getting outside, was enjoying the nice weather, was getting the fresh air, was getting the sunshine and the vitamin D because I envisioned the next level version of myself going to nice coffee shops, going to nice cafes and working, literally like traveling the world and going to those places to work for a couple hours and like get the work done for the day and then go enjoy the rest of where, where I, wherever I am and enjoy the rest of what it has to offer. That's that next level that I envision for myself, that I want for myself, that I see as that CEO version of me. So how can I bring that in today? One of my non-negotiables is that I travel monthly. Every single month I am gone somewhere. I am traveling because that is important to me. And that is something that brings me so much joy. That's one of those things from last week's episode that like makes the shit that I have to deal with 
worth it to have that flexibility, to be able to travel, to not have to ask for time off, deal with the awkward tension in the office or because of the team, because I'm taking more time off. I don't have to deal with any of that. And then, right, I envision myself sitting outside in a nice cafe working, maybe in Italy, maybe in France, you know? But how can I bring that to me today? I can go sit outside and do my work. Sure, it's my backyard, but I'm outside. You know, like I'm taking these micro, these baby steps to that next level version of myself instead of just being like, this is what I envision for myself in the future. And this is where I am today. And I'm just going to stay here until I magically jump to that next level. No, you have to take those little baby steps up the escalator until you get there, until you get to that next level. It's about the embodiment. It's about the energy. How can you make today feel more fun, more next level? Is it how you're dressing? That's something I started doing more this year was I feel a little bit more put together. I feel a little bit more confident. I feel a little bit better when I have some makeup on. I work from home. You know, I, I wasn't putting on makeup, especially in the winter, like sweats, <laughs> no makeup, looking like a bridge troll was like my work uniform. <laughs> and, but the days that I get ready, the days that I put on a little makeup, you know, I spend five, 10 minutes putting on some makeup, just feeling a little bit more put together. I like the way it makes me feel. I like the way that I show up. Maybe I'm more apt to get on camera and like film some stories or film a TikTok. I, I just, I feel better about myself when I have a little bit of makeup on. And when I put a little bit of makeup on, I'm more likely to go put on a little bit of a nicer outfit. And when I have makeup on and I have a nice outfit on, I am a little bit more likely to show up more confidently, to show up as that next version of myself. Maybe to make bigger moves, to make bigger, more executive decisions. Or maybe I'm like, you know what? I'm all dressed up. I look all cute. I'm going to go ahead to a coffee shop and work. Or I'm going to text my friend and see if she's available for happy hour or lunch. Like I'm feeling, I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling social. Like I want to get out there. What are the little things that you can start to do to help you reach that next level? It really, really is that simple. And it gets to be fun. It gets to be fun. It should feel like play. How can you make today even more joyous, more exciting? How can you make it feel more next level? It gets to be fun. You are the CEO. You call the shots. You make the rules. If you are not having fun, if you are not enjoying it, what is the point? What? What is the point? Truly, like if you're miserable running your business, you could go be miserable at a desk job and get health insurance and a 401k. You know, like you could get a you could get some benefits. You could get free lunches and free happy hours. If you're like, why? Why are you miserable running your business? You likely left whatever you were doing before to run your own business for a reason. Why are you allowing yourself to be miserable where you are? Why are you allowing yourself to be stuck where you are? 
You're not stuck in a cubicle. You're not stuck in corporate climbing the ladder. You make your own damn ladder. You call the shots. You make the rules. It gets to be fun. It should be fun. If you're not having fun in business, you are doing it wrong. I get it. It can be stressful. It can be hard, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't get to be fun. It doesn't mean that you don't get to enjoy it. Because like I said, like we don't have a safety net, really. We are just out here on a limb, letting our passions, letting our dreams, our visions drive us. You can be miserable in corporate. <laughs> you can go be miserable at a desk job. You can go be an employee if you want to be miserable, but don't be miserable being the CEO. There's no reason for that. There's literally no reason. If you are unhappy with something in your business, with something in your life, you have the utmost control. You have the authority. You are the executive decision maker to make a change and make it fun and make it enjoyable. You don't have to stay where you are at. If it feels stuck, like you're never going to get to that next level, if it's just miserable, like you don't have to stay there. It gets to be fun. And to do that, start by embodying the energy. What would the next level version of myself do today? Who is the next level version of myself? And how can I tap into her today? How can I start bringing my future, my vision to me sooner? How can I speed up the timeline to get to where I want to be how can I speed it up? How can I get there quicker? How can I quantum leap? How can I make that come to me faster? How can I make that my reality sooner? And even if, you know, this, this vision that you have is you at 40 years old and, you know, you have like two kids running around and right now you're like, there's literally no way that like within the next year I can have two kids running around. It's literally not possible. It doesn't mean that you like can't have fun <laughs> throughout the process. And it doesn't mean that other things can't pop up and surprise and delight you and make life more exciting and more fun along the way. You don't just have to like wait and sit and twiddle your thumbs and wait until this, this next level appears. And I am so serious if you are not taking the steps to get to the next level, if you're just waiting at the bottom of the stairs, the bottom of the escalator, and you are not taking the steps to get there, you will never get there. You will stay stuck here forever. And then you'll just be like, manifestation is a hoax. Manifestation is a lie. It doesn't work. Everyone who teaches manifestation is full of it. It's a lie. It doesn't work. You have to embody the energy and you have to take those little baby steps to get there and to get to that next level. I don't believe that manifestation works by just like one morning you wake up and there it is and it's different. Like you have to take the aligned action. You have to take the steps to get there and to make it happen for yourself. You are in control. You're the CEO. You call the shots. You make the rules. It gets to be fun. 
thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the female CEO show. If this was valuable to you, if you took anything away from this, I would absolutely love if you would rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts or share a clip from our socials or a screenshot of you listening to it on Instagram. It would mean the absolute world to me. And I really feel like us, like we, as a collective, as a community, like we're on the precipice of something and encouraging more women to take control, to become their own bosses, but also to like reach that next level and to level up and not stay stuck. Like there's a movement, like momentum is building. Do you feel it? Because I feel it. And I want this like wave to wash over as many women as possible because it is so exciting. Like my, my hope for you is that in six months you look back and you're like, oh, it like, it's so much better. I don't even recognize that version of myself anymore, but in all of the best ways possible, in all of the up-leveled ways that you have grown as a person and you're like, oh, like, look at what I've done. Look at what I've accomplished. And it really can happen that fast. Okay. I will leave you with that. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Female CEO Show. I will catch you on the next episode.